I'm up with some old school campaigners campsite near Jordan. We've been on a a tour of a facility in proximity. <laughs> Who would like to share what the what we've been doing, what the mission's been? We just went to the Lancelin training area and then Cogerina, which is a US, UK, Australia joint facility, a spy base where they intercept communications, download data, um, and it's also used, um, the satellites there are also used to facilitate drone strikes in Afghanistan. The Lancelin training area is used by the US Navy to do detonations of weapons and was used a lot during um, the Iraq war um, as as a a training base for the US Navy. So the reason that we have kind of come on this tour is because of just the, I guess, the geopolitical situation around the world, um, the increase of, um, of government surveilling the the public and um, and the increased presence of military forces um, and it's all become a lot more uncertain since the US election and um, with Donald Trump in power. Um, also the reason that we did it this particular weekend is because that there's a national day of action um, about banning nuclear weapons. So um, right now at the UN for the first time ever, um, the UN is negotiating a treaty to ban nuclear weapons, um, supported by 136 countries around the world, but Australia is not one of them. And Australia is not one of them because of the military alliance that we have with the US. And so part of this tour is really to see just how entrenched um, Australia is in facilitating the US industrial military complex. So we've been on this mission and we have been noticed, observed, curiously, or perhaps not curiously. Bilbo, what are, you, what are your comments on that? <laughs> it was pretty funny, actually. So uh, Mia and I were called, well, actually the AFP came into Mia's work, Australian Federal Police, saying, what's this protest that's going on up at Geraldton? And we're like, well, there's no real protest. And we had a meeting with them, so we had a meeting with the Federal Police and the State Security and it was just all a bit of a palaver, really. Like, we weren't going up there to break into the base or anything. We were going up there to inform ourselves of what was going on. But anyway, negotiations with the federal police. And I think the base commander was more worried about it than anything else. We don't know who he is. The federal cops just called him Colonel Clink. So we don't know who he is. But yeah, all a bit of overkill by the federal police and the base commanders. But it's it's good for people to go and see this stuff, like... We have, you know, obviously we have Pine Gap and this Cogerina base here, which is one of the most important US military bases across the world for spying and, like me was saying, for drone strikes and all those operations in Afghanistan. So it's good to go and actually lay eyes on it, even though you can't get in there and have a, you know, walk around. There's a viewing platform that you can go and have a look from. They're the, your typical sort of spy basey communications things they've got those giant radomes that look like huge giant golf balls and you know satellite dishes and they're all a bit innocuous and mysterious about what goes on in there one of the things i realized here was like even if we went against our ANZUS treaty uh 
you know, uh, obligations and didn't send troops to an overseas war that America was fighting, we'd still be implicit in those wars because we have no control over these bases. And these bases are actually probably as important as great boots on the on the ground to the war effort. So we have no control over what happens at these places. We have no control over the information they siphon up. And I think from our reading is like very little... Uh, information we get very little information out of it so it's like we build these bases and they staff them and so Australian taxpayers money is being spent on being implicit in uh, wars even if we didn't send troops we'd still be implicit in those wars like we have no say in in uh, withdrawing from support for illegal wars such as in you know Iraq and Iran and all of those places we have no we have literally have no control over that even if we didn't send troops. And the awareness that uh, the locals up here have, let alone, I mean, you know, I confess, as someone who has an interest in this stuff, that I didn't know too much about it. How many people up this way know know that this place even exists? It's hard to say, really. Like, probably, probably people know it's there. They probably don't know what it's about. They probably probably don't even care. Like, and I think you can say that generally across the Australian population, over all of Australia... <laughs> Unless you're like an activist and involved in this sort of stuff, like what, like people generally don't know about what goes on at Pine Gap or Kojarin or even know if they're there or the other secret bases that are around. Like, and I think the government, I feel like the government likes it like that. You know, the US government likes it like that. They, you know, exist through this veil of secrecy and, you know, that sort of not knowing not caring sort of gives consent for them to do that stuff and I think it's more important that people get informed and actually have their voices heard in whatever way they feel you know they can to say no we're not we don't agree with this we don't accept this like this stuff is you know on our watch in our country and we shouldn't be supporting it so but yeah I think the general level of understanding or knowledge in the community across Australia is very low and this is all in the, the context, the reality of a Trump presidency. And we have two other fantastic campaigners here who've just come back from that part of the world. What's, uh, I guess, the, yeah, I don't know, the, the context of this mission you know, in relation to the mission you've been on touring the States, Marcus? Mm. I think what's really important to understand is, like, Code Arena and how it ties into Echelon and how that is all controlled by the NSA. And that's, like, like Snowden and all those documents that were, were released, that he released, like, he was working for the NSA and all that is information that's being sucked up by Code Arena, Pine Gap, Menworth Hill in the UK and other bases around the world. But it leaves Australia in a situation where we're completely tied into the United States and the NSA. And I think with that whole, like, the election of Trump and having just come back from the US, it feels like there's a huge military build-up by the Trump government and that that is causing, like, problems, like, internationally. And we've heard, like like Europe and NATO and that are talking about stepping out and going by themselves and it leaves Australia with not being able to make a choice and that we're completely stuck with Trump and we have to follow whatever the NSA and the administration in the US 
and the direction that they're going. And like Mia was saying before, with the, the nuclear weapons ban treaty that's happening in New York at the moment, like the US is boycotting that and Australia is joining with the US in boycotting that. And the Trump administration at the moment is looking at $3 billion to upgrade their whole nuclear weapons system. And Australia is just being really complicit in that whole whole process and actually supporting the US in boycotting the ban and that and a lot of the reasons behind that is because we're completely tied in with the US administration and the NSA mainly because of Pine Gap and Cogerina and that and I think Australia really needs to reassess its relationship with the United States and having this connection with them at the moment at the level that we have it doesn't actually make us safer it makes us a target for for the other nuclear weapons countries and i think yeah it's really time for australia to reassess its alignment with the united states so you guys are all very experienced uh, anti-nuke campaigners uh ka is kind of taking on a role at the conservation council of wa how does the whole anti-nuke campaign fit into this mission today and if you've got any other comments on your, you've been on that, also on that trip to America. Yeah, sure. Um, we're just following on from what uh, Marcus was saying that um, we are uh, tied to the United States in what what happens with them. And I think the biggest threat in the United, or one of the biggest threats that we heard in the United States was the um, the real um, threat or use potential use of nuclear weapons. Um, and so coming up here, it's just um, and seeing these bases and seeing how we are tied into to the US and that we can't get out of a decision that the US makes is what we're tied to. So I think um, there's a lot of fear going back to the Cold War almost, um, fear that's happening in the United States at the moment. And that's, that's through the increase of um, the military um, expenditure or the budget that they've just announced um, and so we spoke to a lot of people, particularly in Arepa in Knoxville, Tennessee, um, that are fighting against um, closing the Y-12 nuclear facility down. Uh, that's been had an injection of $3 billion in the last budget, um, which is a huge increase um, to expand their nuclear weapons um, and their capacity and their strength of nuclear weapons. So um, Arepa is taking... Um, a court action and just announced a court action that they're going to take the Trump administration uh, to court um, and try to sue sue them for that increase in um, the upgrading of military or nuclear weapons. So I think it does tie in to what we're, the campaign here, hugely, because we're trying to stop it from the beginning. This this industry of mining uranium that gets shipped for nuclear, weapon, uh, nuclear power can also end up in nuclear weapons so our job is to um, I think our responsibility is to um, create that awareness and and create um, or empower people with the knowledge that mining uranium not only ends up in nuclear power but it ends up in nuclear weapons and I just want to mention um, ICANN the international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons has done an incredible job in um, this treaty um, that's happening to ban nuclear weapons um, in the United 
Nations and at the moment Karina Lester, an Aboriginal woman, is over there as the spokesperson really for not only her people but people worldwide that have had um, massive effects on their land and their communities and their culture because of this industry from from mining uranium right through to nuclear weapons and bases, US bases all around the world. So... um, Yeah, lots of overlapping and lots of um, common threads from Australia and also coming back from the United States and seeing those common threads of First Nations people again being shafted and shifted off their land so that the US bases and the military can become more and more powerful. So, yeah, lots of work to do, but um, encouraged you know, by the fact that we have so many strong people standing up and, and talking about it and in and spreading that knowledge so that people can really, um, yeah, take action. And I think, yeah, people need to, like what Bilbo was saying, although people may not know what's happening here or they may know what's happening and disagree with it, I think even just signs around town would have been nice to see in Geraldton, you know, we're not against, you know, we're not for the base or just to acknowledge that it's there and that they're against it. I think um, for some people it would be great to see um, more signs out or something you know that they're aware of it and that they don't agree with it so yeah lots of work still to do but yeah promising that there's pe- more and more people I think standing up and, and realizing that we have to stop this industrial military complex. And for people to engage with this um, you know of the understanding that this is kind of phase one or this is a step towards some some further action on this issue and how might people kind of stay in contact with it through Collins Council or...? Yeah, I think if they um, can get in contact and um, Google IPAN, Independent Peaceful Australian Network, <laughs> IPAN, Google IPAN and go onto their website. Um, ICANN also has a great uh, website as well as more locally CCWA. Any of those three contacts would be great to um, get updated but also can be contacted through any of those websites for more information.